Hello, I'm Carmen Colosi, Stratford Latin America Analyst at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by Stratford Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analyses. Sign up for the free Stratford newsletter at worldview.stratford.com. You are listening to the Essential Geopolitics podcast from Stratfor, a rain company. I'm Emily Donahue. For several days in March, the world watched the slow-motion development of an international shipping crisis. First, a large container ship blocked traffic in the Suez Canal, a vital shipping route. Then came a shipping traffic jam, as hundreds of ships carrying goods had to idle while crews worked to free the original ship. And then, once the ship was freed, came the questions. What will be the lasting impact of the Ever Given? Rebecca Keller is here with answers. She's Director of Analysis for Stratfor's geopolitical team at RAIN. Rebecca, welcome. Thank you, Emily. So what was the state of global shipping before last week's accident? Right. This delay, this crisis could not have come at a worse time for for the global shipping industry. Already beleaguered by demand drops last year due to the COVID pandemic, um, the industry, particularly the container shipping industry, was dealing with um, disruptions in in all corners of the globe due to misallocation and delays in movements of containers had just put that industry into a disarray that had caused numerous delays. Additionally, the slow-moving U.S.-China trade disputes have also started to disrupt global supply chains and cause shortages in key strategic sectors like semiconductors. So even before the Ever Given got stuck in the Suez Canal, the shipping industry was struggling um, under the weight of numerous geopolitical events. So, Rebecca, with the Suez Canal now unblocked, how long, how long will it take to clear the backup? Yeah, so it took a little less than a week to clear the ship, and it's going to take a number of weeks, if not months, to clear the backup. So we're looking at um, some ships were rerouted during the, uh, the the incident, and that will those ships will have to take a route that will take you know weeks longer to reach their destinations. Um, we are looking at significant delays at ports that see a surge of ships all at once instead of staggering, and they won't have the capacity to handle that. Additionally, there's still COVID restrictions in place in numerous ports. And while that won't necessarily delay the offloading, um, there will be delays from capacity um, limitations and offloading, but that with the COVID restrictions will continue to delay and have been delaying all along on ports are the movement of containers from the port to the trucks as as there's spacing between offloading crews, as there's arrival requirements for the trucks. All of these things cause additional delays in moving from the port into the inland um, consuming sectors in many areas. It seems like there were changes necessary before the incident. Will there be any changes following the incident? Yeah, um, this incident itself, this single incident, isn't going to precipitate 
um, numerous changes in the shipping industry. But when coupled with all of the larger long-term pressures, the shipping industry has had a very rough decade since the global financial crisis. And um, one of the ways the shipping industry sought to cope with that was through increasing efficiency. They made bigger and bigger and bigger ships. And the Ever Given was one of these giant ships. When the Ever Given was first launched, it was among the biggest in the world. And now there are dozens that are even bigger than it. Um, and what that does is it creates efficiency in the container shipping world um, because you can put more goods on a single boat, move them around, take offload some, reload others. And it makes it cheaper for the shipping um, companies that have merged after the giant crisis they went through starting in 2008. However, there might be geographic limitations to just how big you can make ships um, to, to get through these, these natural choke points, these natural bottlenecks, like the Suez Canal, like the Panama Canal. Um, and when you start to have those risks, those risks of getting stuck, of, of additional delays, that's going to factor into the cost considerations of the shipping industry and the insurance industry as they choose routes moving forward. So yes, while this instance won't um, necessarily change the future, it is part of a bigger um, matrix of considerations that will likely mean the shipping industry is going to look a little bit different 10 years from now than it does right now. Thanks for that analysis, Rebecca. Of course. Rebecca Keller is Director of Analysis for Stratfor's geopolitical analysis team at Rain. You can stay up to date on the latest geopolitical events and analysis with Stratfor Worldview. Sign up for our free newsletter today at worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. 